our ranking uh, music video and we're up to 2007 now for my top 10. I, I went through the list that I have access to uh, on the computer and the total was an amazing 105 albums released in that year. So not so easy choosing 10 uh, and before we get on to those 10 I want to mention a few honourable mentions. Wincing the Night Away uh, by The Shins, a band. Uh, this one started me off on an interest in this uh, American indie rock band. Really nice, uh, sort of mellow uh, rock style with ballads thrown in. Uh, I like this album. Uh, Freedom's Road, another strong uh, release from John Lamellon Club. Um, that sort of um, Midwest sort of sound, uh, very sort of influenced by uh, country, blues and folk Americana style. And John's vocals, excellent. Chrome Dream 2 by Neil Young. Um, this one I really took to. Um, there's some strong tracks on this. Uh, well worth a listen. Uh, Shine, the first release for a number of years from Joni Mitchell. Takes a little bit of getting into, but there's still a lot of quality here. Although some of the tracks go on a bit. Uh, Made in Dhaka by the uh, Malin, Malin... Is that right? Malinese? No, Senegalese. Senegalese band, Orchestral Baobab. I really like this laid-back uh, 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 African sort of um, funky sort of, not reggae really, but it's uh, very guitar-orientated. And the final one, Long Road Out of Eden, an album by the Eagles that has been heavily criticised. It was a double album and it probably should have been a single. But there's some delightful material on this, uh, new material, and it was the last released by the band, uh, albeit that it was a long time after its predecessor. So those are the honourable mentions. This top 10 then, uh, at number 10, Magic by Bruce Springsteen and the E String Band. I thought, find this album very captivating. You know, it wasn't that well received. Of course, it followed on the awesome The Rising post 9-11. And then, of course, his uh, playful uh, appreciation of Pete Seeger, uh, which was a novelty record, which in part I like, but uh, doesn't stand the, the lengthy test of listening to it all. So to Magic, there's some great tracks on here. Living in the Future is a, a revisiting a 10th Avenue freeze out from Born to Run. Uh, very sort of uh, guitar driven, uh, loud and angry, some of these tracks, uh, particularly Radio Nowhere, which was a single, really is at a ferocious pace. This just shows how uh, solid the E Street Band are. Gypsy Biker, uh, it's a song about the homecoming of a war veteran. And uh, uh, continuing the political theme, uh, Springsteen's other war uh, uh, track, Last to Die, is somewhat more uh, uh, punishing to listen to. 
because this time the Wolverine is returning home in a coffin. Uh, and of course, we're talking about the Iraq-Afghan um, wars. Uh, awesome record. Uh, very nostalgic. Uh, Clemens is definitely hot. And the standout track, which I'm going to mention now, is Devil's Arcade, which is a simply chilling and moving seven-minute opus. Get to listen to it. It's called Magic by Bruce Springsteen and the East Deep Band. And it's my number 10. Nine is Neon Bible by the Canadian band Arcade Fire. This was, in fact, their second album, their Sophomore release. It came two and a half years after their uh, debut, Funeral, which I liked. Um, this is very much on a par with that. Um, attracted to this band and this album because some of the songs sounded like other artists that I liked. Uh, one in particular, uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, uh, Keep the Car Running. It really does sound like uh, that English-based band. Uh, also, they have a, a sort of studio presence and with the church-like organ prominent on a number of tracks, it it presents as a powerful listen. Uh, Oceans of Noise is a particularly uh, solid, uh, slower track. Uh, haunting Grandois' uh, uh, message on this one. And there's also a sort of Morricone uh, movie score feel to it. Um, but unfortunately, it's probably gonna die a death over time but it still holds good for me at the moment it's at number nine two eight then and this is the 26th studio album by uh prince called planet earth um this one was uh put inside a newspaper at the daily mail in the uk which uh catapulted its sales uh three million just on the that day july the 15th He's still very innovative on this, uh, and particularly, obviously, with the distribution. Uh, we have the Funk Jam from Chelsea Rogers, which I love. Disposable Pop Rock, you might say, the one who want to see. Sorry, the one you want to see. Then there's Lion of Judah, which has a spiffy sort of guitar solo. And Future Baby Mama and Somewhere Here on Earth revisit the smooth R&B side of Prince. And then guitar is his post-punk revival. And he takes a swipe at the edges uh, guitar riff uh, from U2. I, I think it's great. Uh, many people thought it was rubbish. Uh, you listen and, and you decide. To number seven then, Out of the Woods by Tracy Thorne. Uh, I loved her work with her husband, Ben Watt, on uh, Everything But The Girl numerous albums I could sit uh, on any sort of Sunday afternoon and wallow in the sort of uh, sounds that make you feel uh, snug. Out of the Woods, once again, draws on folk rock. A bit of house, down-tempo synth-pop has come more to the forefront on Tracy's work, uh, but it's a very mellow, melodic album, and it switches down from that strip down folk inspired material uh, to down tempo pop and it's got a very up-to-date production um, which is designed really for your home 
And of course, if you're in the club uh, wanting to get up and have a dance, this is her first release since 1999. Children got in the way, bringing them up, of course. Uh, some great tracks. A tracks then, here it comes again. Nice Stringfield ballad over the violin. A to Z, uh, the lush bass washes over the sound of waves. It symbolises the ill treatment of an outsider through bullying and that person uh, seeking refuge in the bright lights of London with the A to Z guide. Get Around To It is a disco pop, a lengthy one. Uh, you can certainly get into dance here with soul fueled uh, vocals. It's flirtatious with the electronica, which percolates with her vocals and nice skippy horns as well. And then hand up to hands up to the ceiling, a thanks to previous musical heroes and heroines from the 80s and further back. Number six, Raising Sand. This caught the music world uh, by surprise, a sort of con uh, collaboration between the uh, ancient Robert Plant, that uh, lead singer and rocker from a band, can you remember them? Oh yeah, Led Zeppelin back in the late 60s. And he teamed up with bluegrass legend Alison Krauss. It worked a treat, it sold lots. I love it as well. The blues folk Americana uh, with an, a country edge typified by the opener, Rich Woman. Great minimalist production by one T-Bone Burnett. Killing the Blues is an absolute gem with pedal steel wrapping it sound right around the duet singing. Uh, it's very cozy. And Alison at the helm for Sister Rosetta, which uh, uh, blends in the violin and creates that uh, feeling of what it was like to be in the depression. This is a very strong piece of work, Raising Sand by Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. So to number five, and uh, this is My Name Is Buddy by Raikuda. He's taken us back to the 30s now, to the Dust Bowl, the Great Depression, the songs, folk tales, very political as always with his blunt sense of humour. The highlights, uh, Strike, uh, were self-explanatory, but I love the harmonica and juice harp that married together on this stripped back country blues. Then there's J. Edgar, a uh, portrayal of the uh, uh, FBI leader. Uh, it's a song about a pig bearing his name. Woohoo. And Footprints in the Snow. Lots of Mexican umpa in here with accordion from his uh, uh, stable uh, companion on a lot of his albums, Flaco Jimenez. And the fiddle guarantees a fun time. It's a beautiful release. And it's uh, My Name Is Buddy. And it was part of a trilogy of albums. Uh, this was the middle one that uh, Ride did, uh, highlighting uh, the lives of the poor and disadvantaged in America. Ah, to Fall In, a Memory Almost Full by Paul McCartney. It's got a quite a Wings-like feel to it. It's very much a band uh, album uh, rather than a solo album. But... Uh, it contains a lot of guitar, it's got a mixture of pop rock and sort of those ballads and it's got some great arrangements on it. Although it's got a band feel, most of the work was uh, played by McCartney uh, and there are short tracks under four minutes 
some of the standouts. Uh, well, I've got to say uh, House of Wax is a particular favourite of mine. This one does go beyond the four. And it's a standard rock song with some beautiful guitar on it. Mr. Bellamy is a, uh, a typical McCartney character-led song. Uh, absolutely adorable. Um, it's got a, that music hall jaunt about it. Vintage Clothes, another impressive song. And then, of course, the single uh, that uh, uh, came out was also very good. Uh, that Was Me. Very catchy and hit-like. It becomes a little bit melancholic towards the end with a song called The End Is The End, very much an acknowledgement of pending mortality. But the best from McCartney for some time, better than Chaos, although I love that one as well. So it's at number four. Three, then, Jinjin uh, by Angelica Kidjo, the Beninese ben diva. Uh, as you know, if you've been listening to my ranking videos, she pops up virtually on every re release. Uh, this is very much built on the Beninese music rhythms of her youth, but she puts on top of that uh, rhythm undercurrent the influence that uh, from around the world. Uh, the songs are mostly original, but there are a couple of covers one by Sade and another by the Rolling Stones. And there's a remarkable version of Rabel's of Valero, uh, funky and African style. It's very much world music fusion. The guests are very diverse. Carl uh, Santana is heard on the Sade track Pearls. Peter Gabriel, uh, he sings on Salala. Most of these are in duet, of course. It's celebrating birth and life. Alicia Keys and Joss Stone uh, uh, also chip in, uh, sharing vocals. Uh, Joss Stone sings uh, the um, Rolling Stones song, uh, Give Me Shelter. It's got a very creative blend of American and rock influence. And then we've got Ziggy Marley, African reggae, what else? And jazz saxophonist Bradland, Bradford Marsalis. Uh, he uh, gets in on the act. And uh, there's Josh Groban, a classical styled vocalist who's also heard. It's a very diverse collection, this is for sure. The title track uh, is uh, also a standout featuring Keys and Marcellus. It was produced by veteran producer Tonis Visconti and it was nominated for a Grammy in the Best Contemporary World Music Album for 2007. There you have it, Jin Jin, um, Angelica Chidjo. Two uh, on the 2007 top 10. This is uh, Sweet Warrior. This is the 12th album by uh, Richard Thompson. Self-financed by uh, uh, Thompson. And Melancholia ties the whole album together. It's a very cohesive and focused work. And it, of course, uh, Thompson's narrative skill and gift for wordplay is as good as ever. Uh, this album takes a few listens uh, to get into, but you can't help but be impressed by the talent of this uh, man. And he's always got a very, very tight band. Needle and Thread opens up. It's a jaunty tight blues song uh, with that uh, spacey guitar lick. Uh, 
I'll Never Give It Up. Has a quicker tempo, a bit of a country rocker feel to it. Take Care the Road You Choose. This is folk blues, uh, which he is a master. And Mr. Stupid, a very uh, fun-loving uh, story about uh, 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 an unfortunate uh, foe. Uh, and uh, there's some uh, very good work by uh, Thompson on guitar here. I could go through all the tracks, but I'm going to do a review uh, for this one. Uh, Dad's Going to Kill Me. Uh, this is a, a track about war, uh, and it's got some uh, chilling rhythms, uh, rolling guitars, uh, and it's about US uh, uh, military um, policies, uh, and with reference, of course, to the war in Iraq. And uh, uh, it's uh, very much... Uh, to point, uh, and he's certainly not an approval of what was going on at the time. So that's uh, uh, Sweet Warrior by Richard Thompson at number two. Guessed it, the number one is In Rainbows by Radiohead. Now, I recently did a full album review of this, and the link will be in the description. It's their seventh. It was uh, famous for being an album which they invited the public via the internet to pay what they feel they wanted to for the download. Uh, they were having problems with EMI, and it was their rebuke, really. Uh, it's got a rhythmic palette of electronic sounds mixed in with rock elements, as you would expect. They challenged the listener, really, to grow and develop it with them, uh, to appreciate 21st century music. The songs are very impactful. Uh, the strong ones, as far as I'm concerned, are Body Snatchers, Nude, which is a beautiful song, Jigsaw Falling Into Place, and All I Need. Uh, a short summary of this number one album, as I say, because I've got a lengthy review. So that's my top ten for 2007. We're still creeping towards the summit uh, as we conclude 2021. I hope you enjoyed it.